Art is too important not to share. Welcome to the Allie and Callie Artcast. Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie, and we're with the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance. Hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. Oh, my gosh. We're back, and we're back, and we're... Goofy as ever. Yeah, boy, that is yep. the truth. <laughs> it's, I think I'm just, I'm, I'm so tired because I'm almost 60. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired of, like... How tired are you? I'm so tired. I can barely find words. You know, it's hard. So right now, finishing one show Mm -hmm. and then um, having auditions for Singing in the Rain. Oh, wow. And then... Which you're directing. I'm directing with Jen Kleinkopf. Right. And... uh, But you're not in it. You're not in it. Nope. Just directing. We were just talking about directing and being in it at the same time. To me, that's a crazy crazy yeah. person why right. why would you do that to right. yourself right it's a it's enough to do one and not do both <laughs> and so so just doing that and then then I'm doing the stage reading of Steel Magnolia <laughs> see what I'm saying yeah Steel Magnolias which we'll talk about in a little bit uh-huh and um it's just go 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 and we've got the the Speakeasy. Oh, and the speakeasy. Oh, my God. We cannot forget about the speakeasy. Let's talk about the speakeasy. Yes. The speakeasy is May 25th in a secret location. It's going to be so fun. We want everybody to come dressed up Mm -hmm. in the 1920s style. Yep. We're going to get your ticket and you go to the Burke. Berkshire Hathaway, which is mm-hmm. a little, uh, the little place in um, Riverstone. Riverstone. Mm-hmm. You start out there, and once you get there and turn your ticket into the bouncer, yes, um, they'll give you the password and instructions. But the basically the first social hour is there, mm-hmm. and then you'll get instructions on where to go from there. And then the fun begins. And the more fun. fun yeah. Because we can have drinks and appetizers at the first place, and then there'll be more at the next place. Right. With music and gambling and, and silent auctions and, and live, live auctions. Live auctions. And dancing. Dancing and drinking. And oh my gosh, and so much just fun. general just, speakeasy debauchery. Yes. And it's our fundraiser. So we really want to see a lot of people there. Yes, we do. And it's just going to be a beautiful night. Mm-hmm. So... We're excited about that. I know. And you get your tickets um, on the line at artsandculturecda.org mm-hmm. slash speakeasy. Or you can get them at the chamber. Or you can go bypass getting them online and paying the online little ticketing fee. fees. There's a little fee. And uh, just go to the chamber and get your tickets at the chamber. And how much are tickets, Allie? Tickets are $75 per person. If you are an Arts and Culture Alliance member, and if you're not a member, they're $80 a person. But you can become a member for $40. Forty dollars a year is it's all. nothing, yep. and you know what you do? You help provide all these free programs that we have. Right. Riverstone concerts, mm-hmm. art walk, uh, music for the wise, uh, studio, studio tour, tour, which is in August. Um, Kids draw architecture. Kids draw architecture. All our programs are free, mm-hmm. so you're you're supporting the community with your forty dollars. That's right. You know, that's what three Starbucks coffees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so support the arts in yeah, your community. Yeah, support the arts because the arts are important. And we will, you know, we'll personally thank you. Yes, we will. 
<laughs> Hallie and Callie will be in our in our really cute little outfit. That's right. We're at excited. The speakeasy. It's we're going to be band. dressed to the bee's knees. The bee's knees. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what my Trixie. Out, what, what? What was my name last year? I can't remember. I can't either. That was a year ago. I can't remember. No, I, I can't. I don't remember, remember yesterday. I know because so. I'm I'm over sixty. <laughs> <laughs> we have a theme going. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, we're excited to have Duncan Menzies here. Yes. Hello, Hello Duncan. Hey, I wanted to say things, but I also wanted to stay quiet. <laughs> <laughs> surprise. But that's right. okay. Build you're, anticipation. You're yeah, right. like, <laughs> some stuff. Well, Duncan, I've known Duncan. I'm trying to think the first time we worked together. Duncan, let's say Duncan is an actor, mm-hmm. a singer, performer, artist, producer. Uh, tell us more, Duncan. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah. discovering new things all the time. Yeah, um, he, like, does, uh, he does like, a lot. I, and that's great. <laughs> I love that. You're a Coeur d'Alene native, right? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I was born in Snohomish, Washington, but mm-hmm. raised and spent most of my life in Coeur d'Alene. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. so you, um, I'm trying to remember how we met. Was it? Falsettos? It could have maybe? been Falsettos. Ooh. Yes, which was a great show. Lake yes. City Playhouse, which is 2017 also... 2017 or 2016. Could have been. Yeah. I, I don't know the years. I, you know, again, yeah. I'm almost 16. <laughs> 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 I don't, it was a lovely show, though. It was beautiful. And so um, that, li- that show changed my life. That's a it's, beautiful show. I think about show. it very often. Oh, it's, wow. Yeah, Brandon uh, Michael and Duncan and... Amy DeRozzi. Amy DeRozzi and... Yeah. Alyssa Hershey Hershey and Kyle 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 I can't uh, remember Kyle's last Kyle name somebody. yeah but it was beautiful and, and Jad Davis and, uh, and oh yeah Jad yeah. Davis Jad thought it and uh, his wife directed it I'm uh, I am blanking Casey, on names. Oh yeah, Casey Davis. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. And Jenny Shotwell. The whole gang. Yeah. It was yeah. The dream team. It yeah, was yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So tell great. us Lots a little bit about your background and your passions and what led you to here. Uh, cool. Uh, well, my background started in opera. Mm-hmm. I, wow. I tell people that like I went to my first opera when I was in sixth grade, so like 12 years old. I saw The Notes uh-huh. of Figaro, The Marriage of Figaro by Mozart, and uh-huh. I was very captivated by like the human body, the, the capability to create the sound, mm-hmm. and me as a 12-year-old feeling all these emotions, but not understanding any of the words. Mm-hmm. And so that started my curiosity with that. Um, and I was... Uh, my parents, we, we lived 45 minutes away from Coeur d'Alene, but I go to school in Coeur d'Alene. My father was a janitor, so I'd stay at the school till 10 or 11 at night and oh, with wow. nothing to do but be in a practice room. Mm. Um, and so it was just kind of like my own lonely playground for yeah. me as a little kid to like... Um, experiment with the voice and uh-huh. dance. I remember like moments of like dancing to Mozart's Requiem in the <laughs> wow. room, like at 9 p.m. at night, and I was just like this really, really weird, socially awkward child, mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, adolescent, teenager, young adult, mm-hmm. that's still uh-huh. now. Like, yeah. um, and so started with that, um, and then went to school for 
vocal performance, figure out that I didn't want anything to do with opera after that. I'm like, <laughs> You're like, and that's enough. Yeah. I'm good with that. All this like I learned some stuff. And insecurities oh, right. and like very much worried about external things rather than internal things. Mm-hmm. And then studied abroad and found myself again. Um, oh, where'd you go? I went, I studied in France for a semester in Strasbourg, which oh, is fun. considered like the the second home of the UN. So it's kind of like a really international mm-hmm. city mm-hmm. Um, and very beautiful. And it was just, that was wow. like, a, that was like a personal artistic, spiritual, like reset on life where mm-hmm. I could go into a space where nobody knew me. Nobody knew like what I could or could not do. And I right. could just be myself again. Right. Mm-hmm. Or find out who I am without this thing that I did. The mm-hmm. voice. Um, And that was, like, really beautiful and wonderful and found out that, like, oh, wow, there's life, like, living. I've spent so much time being so technical, being so, like, in my head Mm -hmm. about being perfect Mm -hmm. that other people are having a life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that I should also start having a life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was, like, my first lesson that I keep on relearning Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. is that. And so I came back and started studying with Chad Davis. And Mm -hmm. he kind of, like, nudged me more into musical theater Mm -hmm. and started to do more musical theater things. And I stayed with him for, like, a year and a half and then moved uh, to Seattle where I did more theater. Um, That's a really, really crazy story. Maybe I'll tell that really shortly. Um, (laughs) Is that... Uh, I go through periods in my life where um, nothing happens and then times where like everything happens all at once. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of those was like moving to Seattle. Um, I went to like um, Theater Puget Sound, which is all like general auditions. So instead of auditioning for one company, you're auditioning for, for like 60 companies. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Which makes it so nice. Um, and so I did that, then went back for some callbacks and then went at a to a coffee shop in between callbacks and someone recognized me from a headshot and was like hey is your name duncan menzies and i was just like yeah this is like first person i meet in seattle Love and it. i was like no way uh yes it is and he was just like well i'm doing this show that is casting for like this and we request your headshot but we didn't come in contact with you um and i was just like well like the only thing's keeping me back keeping me from moving is housing. So yeah, um, mm-hmm. I'd be doing, I wanted to community theater stuff if there was housing provided. And he's just like, well, I'll provide housing. Oh. Um, and I was like, what? Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so he called the director, then I met with the director the next day. And she was just like, if it doesn't work out with housing with this other guy, then I'll provide housing. Oh, wow. wow. And so that was like the like divine that I was like I'm supposed to be here right I can't fail um so I moved into that woman's house two weeks later Mm -hmm. uh ended up living with her her for a year and a half oh um, wow and kind of um she was just like uh like a second parent but like really close friend Mm -hmm. um and kind of helped her uh do shows on the island on Bainbridge Island and then I'd work in Seattle Mm -hmm. um and then did that for like almost three years uh and then covid hit uh mm-hmm. and all my jobs all my gigs that i had um that dang on. covid yeah 
I was I was like in a relationship. I had moved everything to storage because I was going to travel for work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everything shut down. I was less like, oh, I'm yeah. homeless, yeah. jobless. Yeah. I guess I'm moving back into my parents' office. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I did that. And it was like the best. Also like another like um, artistic, spiritual, personal like reset on mm-hmm. life. Um, and that's when I started doing more of my own like personal projects and things that I've in the past um, my like own artistic personal stuff was in writing so I do when I was abroad I did blog posts or I do other creative writing mm-hmm. outside of that it was just like performance or doing somebody else's project somebody else's like musical and then during COVID it was just like um, why am I doing somebody else's project outside of myself when there's other stuff inside that I can't be nurturing fostering developing right. mm-hmm. so that's when um, I started doing more personal projects um, which I guess maybe transitioned into, into the bedsheet chronicles yeah, yes. into the bedsheet chronicles hey y'all it's Jason from Tubbs Coffee Roasters we are North Idaho's specialty coffee roaster we are homegrown and we are local we love coffee and we love our community especially Allie and Callie in ArtCast We have a retail space in our roastery in Hayden, and we can also be found on the shelves at Super One and Yolks. And if you like to buy coffee online, we do offer subscriptions. You can find us at TubbsCoffeeRoasters.com. Support arts and culture and your local roaster. That's all. So we're at the Bed Sheet Chronicles. So explain to those who don't know what exactly. Let's let's set the bed. (laughs) Make the bed. Make the bed and tell us what that's all about. Um, Yeah. So, um, well, Callie's part of this story. Mm -hmm. Um, So it it started when I was living in Seattle. There's this thing called the Seattle Freeze, um, which is just that it's hard to make connections with people or lasting friendships with people because of this like Pacific Northwest passive aggressive temperament mm. um, that exists that mm-hmm. I would that it like not I mean that it doesn't really exist I feel like in Coeur d'Alene um, but maybe people are too nice in, in a way that mm. that's like the like passively nice yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> And so the project was like, how can I create more engaging, like deeper connections with people? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's the process is just meeting with people in the community, our friends and posing the question, what do you cover in life? Uh, and then they answer it and then they give me a bed sheet and they would take a selfie and then I use that to create these like lamp structures mm-hmm. all kind of like exploring what we cover in life society religion mm-hmm. whatever fill in the blank mm-hmm. um and so that had been put on the bo- burner the last two years and then when covid happened it was just like well i have nothing but time mm-hmm. and i'm getting unemployment so in my mind i was like i'm being paid a lot of money to mm-hmm. work on this project mm-hmm. um and and it just seemed to work like things mm-hmm. just connections sort of um happened and my uh uh Callie's husband mm-hmm, uh met, sent a message on uh Facebook that he wanted to hire displaced actors 
to put cedar siding (laughs) on Blair Williams, the owner of the Art Spirit Gallery shed. That's right. Um, (laughs) That's right. That shed changed my life forever. That's true. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's a nice shed. It's a really nice shed. Her she shed. uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah. She has a wall of like really nice mugs in there. Anyway, so it was me, Jesse Hampsh, mm-hmm. um, and Stu, and we just, he had just been moved back from New York, um, where he was doing um, music and composing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we were just like, it was like therapy putting cedar on the shed, because yeah. like, I didn't have a job, I didn't know what was going on in life, I didn't know what was happening, and... Mm-hmm. And Blair would sit us down for, um, like, lunches around her picnic table and be like, what do you guys want to do? Like, what are you guys passionate about? Like, mm-hmm. what, if you had all of the resources, um, could you do it here in Coeur d'Alene and not have to move somewhere else? Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I started talking about the Bedtree Chronicles and um, other um, performance projects I wanted to work on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Stu has, uh, he calls it his studio. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Because um, he does lots of woodworking and mm-hmm. he was getting into butcher blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a real passion for teaching people and um, like just teaching people and yeah. giving people opportunity. I mean, um, and so he was just like, yeah, I would love, I would not love nothing else than to teach you some woodworking. Yeah. He, he was thinking, like, if he had all the resources and didn't have to work and stuff, he would like to, yeah. like, teach That's what he people. would want to do. Yeah, right. totally. Uh, He'd just mm-hmm. be in his shop all day. Yeah. Totally. And oh, so, I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, that was great, because I just had this, I, I had never done woodworking before, um, and had just these ideas that I wanted to create lamps with the Bedsheet Chronicles, and so mm-hmm. that summer... Um, I would just come over um, and work in the shop. Mm-hmm. And that was like, that was also like uh, therapy in a sense too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me and Stu like just talked about life and trials and mm-hmm. culture and all the upheaval that was happening that summer. Uh, and it was kind of just like a space to like disconnect from what was happening mm-hmm. on the outside world. Uh, and he really likes listening to like 80s rock music and, <laughs> and, and 80s movies so that yeah. was like always being played on this <laughs> that's what I remember so true. Uh, and then Callie has her own she shed yes. um, mm-hmm. where she was doing all exploring all of her like resin work mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff um, so that was really lovely uh, and then at the end of the summer I'm so I mean this is like <laughs> this is just a fun story to recount not necessarily right. on um the what happened with the Bedsheet Chronicles, but uh, this is the fun stuff. Um, who cares about the actual product? Uh, um, we both have one. Well, I know. Yeah. We both have lamps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is so lovely. Yeah. Um, at the at the end of the summer, I ended up like moving in with uh, Jesse and then somebody from high school, and we moved into this space that had. It was like 2,400 square feet, so I had space to store Oh, wow. Lamps, uh-huh. Which was like an unexpected necessity that I need doing this project because mm-hmm. um, at the beginning, I liked, I want to make big, huge lamps that are like seven feet tall and like two mm-hmm. foot squares. 
And then I just started doing it more and more, and I got a grant, and I realized that, like, my room was full of, like, 30 lamps. <laughs> wow. Um, literally. And um, and then connected with the Jack, the Jacqueline Arts uh, mm-hmm. Culture Center uh, mm-hmm. in Post Falls, and did an exhibit there last January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really, really cool. So uh, I guess turning going back to the concept it was a really cool exhibit it was it was great yeah i it was such a a nerve-wracking but most fulfilling Mm -hmm. project i think Mm -hmm. i want to continue doing uh yeah just because it was a cool alchemization of things that i'm fascinated with and an intersection Mm -hmm. of story um an aspect that i didn't realize doing the project was me processing my own relationship with my my mother oh. and my parents uh-huh. mm-hmm. a lot of the people the, a lot of the people who um, wanted to do the interview will, were middle-aged women oh um, and <laughs> <That's> <laughs> interesting. Yeah. we need to talk yeah we have a lot of things to uncover someone's going to listen to me let's sit down let's talk how long do you have that's great but a, a lot of the like things that they would talk about was like their relationship with their children and, mm. and, and covering up how they feel and how they don't want to push them, push their children farther away by expressing their feelings right. of how mm. close they feel towards them. Hmm. Um, and so um, that was really cool because hearing people talk, you, you can't help but see your own story or put your own story through their words. Right. Um, and so that was, that was really beautiful. Um, and so part of that installation was um, I'd have, I had like three videos projected on a screen. Mm-hmm. And one of them was like a dramatized, um, like story of my mother's coming of age. Oh, wow. Um, and her uncovering the things from her own childhood um, mm-hmm. through being in a relationship experiencing love and, mm-hmm. and having a safe space to bring those things to the forefront right um which also for me is like a reflection on like if i had the resources just to to create art then it's like i'd want to create spaces those safe womb type spaces for people to uncover and allow mm. those vulnerabilities and stuff to yeah come into the light because once it's in the light then it's like then there's freedom and liberation and mm-hmm. creativity, exploration. That's like on the other side of that. Um, so this project was a lot of that for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, some like themes of uh, bed sheets that I think is really cool is um, like in Celtic or Islamic traditions, the rendering of garments in mm-hmm. grieving. They would tear garments and yell and scream. And so oh. like the lamps there is like hundreds and hundreds of these strips of thing of bed sheets that mm-hmm. i'm ripping mm-hmm. and, right and this cathartic yeah like yeah that, that was really cool for me um like i think that should be like a performance art piece just mm-hmm. like ripping just sitting on a stage ripping sheets <laughs> uh that'd be fun and uh 
another aspect is I'm really fascinated with like Celtic spirituality mm -hmm. and uh, connection with nature. Mm -hmm. And so there's this uh, legend of the Clutie Well in Scotland, which is like this holy um, uh, trees next to holy wells. And so legend has it that uh, someone would take the cloth of an ill person and go to these holy places, make prayer. Uh, dip it into the holy well and then tie it to tie it. the yeah. tree. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so there's these tapestries of decaying fabric. Um, and then it's been since then, like just uh, just going with an intention mm -hmm. or a wish uh, and doing the same thing. Um, and so it's, I feel like connected to that. It's mm -hmm. like a mm -hmm. prayer, a wish, an intention for something else. So there's all these like personal like levels of meaning that mean something to me or mean something to like how I share it with people. Mm -hmm. But looking at the pieces, you probably, I mean, it, it's just a lamp. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's well, a story. But yeah. there's a story to it. And the lamps, even if you don't know the story, I thought they were, they were beautiful. Beautiful. You know, Absolutely. They just, yeah. yeah. And yeah. there were so many different shapes and sizes and different shapes. Um, you still have some down at the Human Rights Education Institute, too. I do. Too. Yeah, yeah, Jen, yeah. Jeanette Laster has been very gracious yeah. with letting me keep them there. Yeah. That's nice. So, yeah. Yeah. And then you also have, now, explain Drawn Together Arts. Cool. Um, well, going back to the shed. Mm -hmm. um, so, Blair Williams Shed. Mm -hmm. Um over those lunches um, when she talked about like how can I provide resources so that you can do what you want here and mm -hmm. not go into a different city mm -hmm. um, and I was just like one some projects that were really fulfilling in Seattle were like the small cabaret mm -hmm. cabarets done in like a church basement are in this like in the middle of Bainbridge Island like theater that's like tucked away in the woods mm -hmm. that are just like passion projects and one of them specifically was I was doing this operetta in Leavenworth and I would car carpool with some um, some singers from Seattle and on the rides back and forth we would talk about like what we're passionate about like what songs you'd want to do mm -hmm. um, and we'd also talk about like character analysis, like our characters and like backstory and that kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. so we had all these ideas um, that were like, we should make a show like around this. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're like, why not? And I was just like, I know a producer and I, I'm living with this theater family. They'd be happy to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and so we did that. And I remember it was only one weekend and we had a huge snowstorm that weekend. So, oh, great. So it like, it didn't do too well, but it was the most personal, personally gratifying passion project. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you like, did that in Seattle at like a little... We did it on Bainbridge, on Bainbridge Island. Island. Oh, okay. uh, in a little... Yeah, it was called Rolling Bay Hall. Um, mm. And so it was enough... It was kind of like, a, it was a, probably like a black box, normal yeah. black mm -hmm. box theater. Uh, you set up the stage, you could do it like in any configuration. And they mm -hmm. had like rigging for lights and stuff, but it only sat like maybe 60. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yeah. So it was just nice. fun. So I told her that and she was just like, well, I have this like space. So if you ever want to do anything, it's yours. And I was just like, yes, absolutely. Like, and drafted like a mission statement and mm -hmm. all this stuff. And 
like sat her down at breakfast like a month later and I was just like this is the season for the next year this is our first show <laughs> um, and so Drawn Together Arts is like uh, it's doing stage readings and devised cabarets at the intersection of mm-hmm. fine arts um, so usually we try to sh- find shows that like intersect fine arts in some way like an right. example of that is Picasso at the La Panagile, which mm-hmm. is our first show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a play by Steve Martin about Picasso and Einstein being at a bar in Paris, mm-hmm. and oh, hilarity fun. ensues. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, yeah, that one's like a perfect mesh of mm-hmm. like a coordinated with what was being shown in the gallery, um, mm-hmm. and so it's like a win-win for both of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And and. Um, an example of like the device cabaret was um, I was doing like a new musical in Seattle two summers ago and some people in the cast uh, I told them about like starting to do shows here and that I wanted to do more conceptual cabaret stuff and they're mm-hmm. like well, I, well sign me up like I didn't even have to ask them Yeah. Um, and same thing with the director uh, David Grumbarkowitz, who's this really quirky, eccentric, mm-hmm. like fun director, and so we kind of he so it, that production was weird. He was in Texas. Um, uh, Michael, the other actor, was in L.A., and then Bobby was in Seattle. So he would zoom um, every two or three weeks, um, and that process was really cool. Um, for me and the kind of like mm-hmm. art stuff that I want to do is um, we said we want to do a like cabaret around Mother's Day but we don't want it to be like typical love like all mushy songs like that you would sing like what is what is our own personal experience with love and what right. do we want out of love yeah that's different from um, for Bobby as like a um, a woman in her, I, I don't know how it an older woman like looks different than for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. turning uh-huh. 30 uh, and being queer and which is also different from someone else my age like right. living in a di- different mm-hmm. way and so how do we honestly explore that and then pick songs from that space mm-hmm. um, and we did lots of like writing and work with that that yeah. I'm sure didn't even like come through in performance um but the process of doing it is really fulfilling. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that was like a really special, cool project mm-hmm. uh, too. So what are some of the other shows that you've done for that? Um, yeah, we did, uh, we did Art by Yasmina Riza, which is a, a French play about a white canvas that costs like 200 grand or 200 mm-hmm. francs, mm-hmm. uh, 200,000 francs. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's like the absurdity of art yeah. and conceptual art. Right. And what's the meaning? And um, and so that was done in this space. Uh, and then we also did It's a Wonderful Life in mm-hmm. last December. Mm-hmm. And Kelly was also in that. Mm-hmm. It was super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had done that show uh, five years ago. Yeah. Uh, a while ago. That, that was cool also yeah. for mm-hmm. me of like kind of revisiting mm-hmm. a text that like reading it I was reflecting on the person that I was five years ago and how 
that how younger me read the script versus how me da- I don't know did you have that same yeah like, connection well actually to- I didn't do it the second time it was oh. Jen oh my gosh yeah <laughs> I just <laughs> saw you I know there. you just assume it was me <laughs> 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 um, I couldn't do it but um, I, I so many times that I have done the same role yeah later in life I appreciate things more the older I get yeah and I have a deeper understanding of almost everything yeah because you just you have more life experience and you just have there's more there's just more in your life Mm -hmm. and and things matter more and the words yeah have more meaning the Mm -hmm. subtext behind everything everything so so it's I just feel like I I don't know if I'm a better actress than I was at 20 than I am at 60 but I feel like I understand it better so I feel like ooh like there are times I know when I'm like oh that was that was pretty good Mm -hmm. I'll admit it like I'll know like ooh I I was in the pocket yeah I felt like it yeah in my 20s I'm like I was pretty good pretty good but now now it's like when it really clicks you're like it does it's not work it just comes naturally and that's that's when I feel like ooh it's so that feels special and then yeah. I feel very lucky when I really get it yeah, yeah. when it comes mm-hmm. easy and when it's easy and it and it's just it's not work at all it's just mm-hmm. like, and that because I'm not really doing it for the audience I'm doing it for me right it yeah. sounds selfish but it's really it's cathartic for me mm-hmm. yeah. like especially still Magnolias is so but don't you think doing it for you um gets you so into it that you end up benefiting the people that are watching yeah, yeah I feel I think like so yeah. I mean it sounds like because uh, it's well, real yeah well, it, yeah when you do it for me then it gives me permission to experience it for myself right right well, I've seen shows when you when someone's so externalized or so performative that I feel obligated to have a response right obligated to clap obligated to feel right. like emotional because you're doing something right right um, but if it's from this like yeah compelling space within myself then it's like yeah then maybe it's compelling for you too right um, yeah. yeah 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 I, I feel like that yeah it's it's just it's an interesting space you know the all I think I just appreciate it more now mm-hmm. and especially when you have good material that it's so much easier yeah when it's yeah. just like well written it's so easy to ooh, drop it to right. feel it and just like wow the words are there. Hey, ladies, have you heard about Nia yet? Hi, I'm Marilee Wallace, and I'm a proud board member of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and owner of Nia. That's short for the North Idaho Alliance. We specialize in leadership development, specifically focused in connecting women to programs, workshops, and networking to educate, empower, and enrich their lives. Our goal is to make positive impacts in the community while helping other women in North Idaho succeed. Next up is our annual Onward and Upwards Women's Conference set for May 24th, and our new event, Women with Cool Jobs, scheduled for early summer. And then keep a lookout to register for our super popular Women of Impact Leadership Roundtable Series. That begins every September. So I hope you'll look us up. We're at thenorthidahoalliance.com. Find us on Facebook or just give us a call, 208-660-1557. Go out and make it an impactful day. You have another show that's going on right now. Yes. Um, In fact, it's 
this night that this airs yes. um, it's at the Art Spirit Gallery you're doing Steel Magnolias yes and Callie's in it yay yeah. I know I love this I, show I, yeah I love this show too I was first introduced to this show like seven or eight years ago mm-hmm. um, when uh, Callie uh, someone else in the cast uh, Rennie Yarrow mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. and Tracy did it at Lake City Playhouse yes and mm-hmm. That was my first introduction to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was great and moving. But I listened to it uh, for the first time since then, two days ago, and oh. talking about how uh, picking up on different things mm-hmm. as a younger younger man listening to it when I was mm-hmm. in earlier 20s to now like 30 men listening to it. I mm-hmm. have a different understanding. Yeah. Um, our the the value the yeah. weight of things mm-hmm. that are in there and the the value also of like small town connectedness mm-hmm. like moving maybe well I mean the show is not about me at all but I'll inject myself <laughs> <laughs> I should not be the person talking about Steel Magnolia uh, no, um, fine but well, moving moving back to Coeur d'Alene uh, I definitely uh, like I moved to Seattle and like was in the pace of that life mm-hmm. uh, and kind of like not really ashamed but would put Coeur d'Alene under the rug like I didn't want to bring it up to people I didn't want to have like the conversations that people generally ask when they talk about yeah. northern Idaho right or Idaho yeah. in general oh yeah. right um, come from there yeah yeah but then moving back here and it took a while a few months to like weave back into the community but then connecting with the gallery and connecting with downtown and like the small businesses and mm-hmm. the inter- and the arts community mm-hmm. is just like one that I really really adore and love sorry this is turning into a large larger tangent I'm sh- no, that's I'm connecting fine. it back to still totally Magnolias, fine. but the arts community too of realizing how um supportive and open they are mm-hmm. um and a side note with that is uh I started in artist salon two years ago at the gallery where we'd meet like once a month and it was just artists from lots of different backgrounds and Mm -hmm. uh, disciplines mediums um and are just starting out or like really professional and we would just be in a space and talk about um process philosophy um which turned into like the most fulfilling conversations and the most like uh like confidence boosting for mm-hmm. an artist and for me especially with Bedsheet Chronicles of something so new mm-hmm. and I'm not a visual artist that it was like a nice nurturing womb space for mm-hmm. me to bring those projects to mm-hmm. uh, which was really lovely the supporting yeah. town community yeah. yeah so I'm bringing that back to Still Magnolias of like realizing it's about this beauty parlor shop of in a southern town mm-hmm. where these women know the ins and outs of every detail of each other's lives mm-hmm. right and all they'll talk about is like oh, I found this new recipe or there's a new woman in town <laughs> or like yeah. all these like um, if you were living in a different city then it would be super trivial meaningless things mm-hmm. um, but we need that community in that sense of like sharing day-to-day life with which is really I think the beauty of Coeur d'Alene and Mm -hmm. smaller towns Mm -hmm. so yeah nice yeah we have um, 
some new cast members, uh, Jen Kleinkoff and Cameron Kleinkoff is playing um, my daughter, which mm-hmm. is, she's a wonderful actress. Trigger Weddle is playing Weezer this time. <laughs> Could it be hilarious? She will be hilarious. <laughs> and uh, Deborah Marlowe, she's new to me uh-huh. and I'm excited to work with her. So all regional actors mm-hmm. and, uh, and Renee is back and... Um, just excited to do it again and, and Tracy uh, Benson is directing yes right? she's mm-hmm. back directing again and you know it's a stage reading it's still all the words are there you don't need a set yeah you really don't it's mm-hmm. it's just so well written that it is and people really know the lines and I'm hoping <laughs> that if Kristen listens to this do not speak the lines out loud because <laughs> the last time we did it she was mouthing yeah. the words she the, was I was sitting <laughs> right lines. next to her I was like no 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 stop 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 but um it's such great. a great, great show, and I'm mm-hmm. glad we got the opportunity to do it. And uh, make sure you get tickets. Yeah. How do they get tickets? Yeah, Duncan? how do they get uh, tickets? Yeah, you can get them at www.drawntogetherarts.com, um, or you can get it the night of. Night of, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. It's nice. Good. Yeah. And we, we have a show tonight and tomorrow. Right. So it will be great. So we hope to see you there. And um, yeah, and I they, think tickets are $20. That's mm-hmm. pretty reasonable. Yes. Yeah. Very nice. For yeah. A show. I think it's going to be pretty un- unforgettable. I mean, mm-hmm. the cast and, and this, I think, is going to be like a passion project. For, I think, Cal- well, Kelly was the one that brought up the whole project, actually. Because <laughs> um, we were at like a... I'm like, let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> it was... Uh, it was uh, the cast party for It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, yeah. Um, and which also I love about, um, like, I want to I wanna do shows for, for nights like that. Mm-hmm. When it's just like, when you get creative people all together in a room together, then like mag- magic happens. Mm-hmm. Like, not in a sense where there's like insecurities or I want to do this thing or I want this thing to be done. But when you're just like talking ideas, um, that's where like really cool stuff happens mm-hmm. um and or nothing at all yeah but i think but it's fun to have those moments yeah where yeah. you're like hey and look it's happening right yeah it's awesome it's yeah. kind of like um my favorite line from shakespeare and love is it's a mystery <laughs> it's, it's a mystery, mystery. Yeah. it's a mystery <laughs> yeah and it is when you just allow things to happen yeah they yeah. just do yeah and when it's you great. i'm i'm stepping in into that more in life of mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. if you just trust in the world around you or mm-hmm. trust just to show up then mm-hmm. yeah. people show up in the same way or right. mm-hmm. and you attract things that you want so right um, and what yeah. else do you have going on past Steel Magnolias what's next um well a lot of things mm-hmm. a lot of you're uh, modeling too still right uh, sort of modeling it's more like if a friend has a concept mm-hmm. then I might do a shoot um, mm-hmm. but not really pursuing things it's just for fun mm-hmm. um, the way it should be like I was in uh, Palm Springs and meet a friend just like went in the desert and took some cool shots yeah nice um, yeah next is the summer for summer theater I'm just like helping with sets and decor mm-hmm. um, and then I'm pending 
<laughs> going to clown school in Paris in the fall. Oh, <laughs> okay, I love that. <laughs> that, <laughs> so, that was kind of a maniacal laugh. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scary clown. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the clown. <laughs> yeah, come out. I know, it's been a recent discovery. Like, oh, oh. I've always been a clown. Oh, that's uh, Yeah. Yeah. How fun. Oh wow. So, that's well I can't wait to catch up on that when you yeah. when you're done and back and yeah. can tell us about that. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, I, I, I wasn't crazy, expecting yeah, that. No, nobody that, that, nobody was, was. that was a good one. Oh you should have seen the, the my dad's face when I told him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And now I'm going to clown school. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love that you keep trying. You do all kinds of things and I I love that you're, you're not limiting yourself to one yeah. particular thing and the fact that you can just travel and do, yeah. you know, you're kind of living your best life, Duncan. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, you know? I've only got one. So yeah, that's right. So yeah. Why not? Do it. I, I say, why exactly. not? Do it. I, I'll, maybe I'll end with this and saying that, like, I, I had life-changing experiences over the past year, and one of them was this realization that, like, we're here to make choices. Um and our choices are only our own. Like, we are responsible for our own choices. Right. So, um, so don't be held back by somebody else's vision of what you should or shouldn't be. Um, because at the end of the day, you're only accountable for your own decisions. Right. And, right. And also that like your choices can inspire Others. choices around you. And, yeah. And that's all. That's great. Those are great yeah. words. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's Yay. exciting. Be more creative. Yes. <laughs> yes, we're all about being more creative. That's what we like That's to do. We, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's well, what this is. <laughs> this was really fun, Duck, and I'm know. so glad you were here, and I'm glad that I get to work with you again and perform with you when I can, and um, just love watching all the things that you do. Mm-hmm. It's cool. just exciting. Yep. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm so grateful for such a supportive community that's yeah. Lane and you specifically oh and, thanks and yeah and Stu and yeah. so many people that well like, Stu would love to see you in the shop if you uh, need some more wood we still have some okay. um, I'm sneak. pretty sure <laughs> they have a lot of wood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's rearranged the studio a little bit oh should, again yeah. oh really yeah <laughs> well because he has more tools I know I, oh, it's, yeah. it's all, all new yeah They're key, Yeah. there's like more space and yeah. that means more tools more, to fill that more space more space right. tools <laughs> yeah now I have the tool of my dreams you know it always starts right. out like I'm like I thought that last one was the tool of my dreams <laughs> oh no! This is a different tool of my dreams. I'm like, it's okay. a game changer. Yeah, it's a game changer. It's totally it. Well, thanks so much for visiting with us Great. today. Yeah, thanks for having awesome. me. You yeah. bet. So look well, together for DrawnTogetherArts.com. You're on Instagram and all that good stuff. Is it yeah. Drawn Together Arts or uh, Drawn Together Arts? Does it have an Instagram? Yeah. Oh, we do have a Facebook page. Okay. Uh, but then I have like my own personal Instagram, yeah. Facebook page. Right. Website. Look for Duncan. Hustle. He's a, he yeah, might be a clown. He might, might be a clown. Be a clown. Might not be. Who you knows? know, yep. we don't know. Oops. He Keep could you be on your in. Toes. He could be in Paris. He could be in Seattle. He could be in Palm Springs. We, are, yeah. we don't Surprise. know. It's Surprise. where we, it should be. It's where in the, the world? <laughs> <laughs> where in the world is Duncan? Is Duncan <laughs> I love it though. Yeah. But he I does know. live in Coeur d'Alene, so yes. you might see him around town. Right. Say hello. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're we're happy to have him in our community. 
So Shucks. We Shucks. are. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie. And whatever you do today, make sure it's creative. The Allie and Callie Artcast is a program of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and is sponsored by NIA. North Idaho Alliance, a woman-based leadership organization designed to inspire, uplift, and impact your community and lives. And Tubbs Coffee Roasters, globally sourced, locally roasted coffee.